you've probably been in this situation. You have to come up with a article or a blog post or even something for social media, and you're just got a complete mind blank. What's the other big issue that people have? White page syndrome. We're particularly bad at looking at a white page and getting started. But once we actually have something to pull apart, it may only take us a few minutes, five or 10 minutes to edit that piece of content. Think instead, how about if all of a sudden, right in front of you, was that task, that piece of content, that article, that blog post, that social media post was already 70% done for you? We might have documents that are white papers or really technical information. So you're coming back to your audience about real estate. There might be some really interesting information coming out from around new legislation, for instance. Well, I'm thinking most people would not go and put legislation up on their website for their consumers or their audience because they're not going to understand it very well. But the AI is really good at converting that into plain language and giving you that first cut that you can now take that legislation and create an article about it that you can put on your website. That's my guest this week, Suzette Bailey. She's the CEO and co-founder of SimpleMarketing.ai, an Australian startup that uses AI, artificial intelligence, to help businesses generate original and engaging marketing content in under a minute, just using key phrases and no templates. Suzette, supplies us with some great insights and ideas around creating content, but leveraging the tools of AI to make that whole job a lot easier. All that after the break. Welcome to the Personally Brandtastic podcast, where we help you build your personal brand and business so that people can find you easily, want to work with you, and can't wait to refer you. If you're looking for the REI branded podcast, you are actually in the right place. We recently renamed it, but the content is the same, helping you to build your brand and business, reach more people and stand out from the competition. My name is Paul Kopka and every day I work with real estate investors, professionals and business owners who want to stand out from the crowd and attract more of the right opportunities without feeling inauthentic or spending all day doing it. It's all about communicating how personally brandtastic you are. Because marketing is how to get their attention, but personal branding is why they choose to you. Suzette, thank you for joining us all the way from Australia, which is, uh, I don't know what time, what time is it there at the moment? It's just after 6.30am. Wow, okay. Early rise. So, and of course, so that's Friday for you because it's a Thursday here. So. Yeah, it's a Friday at the end of the week for us. But I think as business owners, we never really have quite the end of the week, do we? No. Definitely not. And that's probably a good lead-in. When we're talking about content creation, what are the top challenges that you see business owners and entrepreneurs facing when it comes to trying to create content? Look, the best, probably the biggest one is actually time. We don't always seem to have enough time. We seem to always have some sort of issue or problem that we have to actually put out, or there's something that is more urgent, but not necessarily more important. And I think that's probably the biggest thing is I find that a lot of business owners don't necessarily prioritize building content in in among all the other things that they have to do. And so we end up in a situation where people are trying to rush to do it in a very short period of time. It tends to overwhelm them when they do that because they 
and it's not there necessarily their zone of genius. And yeah, you're left in a situation where business owners generally that I find, a lot of them actually hate doing it. And that, and I'm guessing as well, they're rushing. So then therefore it's not, perhaps on not on message or not on brand, or they throw something out there that does more damage to their brand than actually helps. Absolutely. They're actually reacting to things as opposed to being proactive about it. And as you're absolutely right, they're not necessarily being on brand. And look, if it's not their zone of genius, they may not, they may absolutely be fantastic. In fact, they probably absolutely will know their business inside out, but they're not necessarily going to be able to say it or write it in such a way that other people are going to get that from their writing. When it comes to content and you're trying to come up with ideas, what do you think are the best things that people need to be thinking about? And then we'll get to, to how we can use something like Renault. Part of it is actually taking that step back and giving yourself that space to actually be able to think about, you touched on it, the market message match, being able, and the media match with that. What message do you want to get to that to your audience? Who are Who is your audience? A lot of the time people are actually writing or creating videos and things like that for an audience. It's not actually the people who they should be interacting with. So take that time to think about it, step back and do that really planning. From there, work out a plan of what you can do each week or each month, whatever works for you, to be able to deliver content on a regular basis because ultimately consistency is king. Right. And you raise a very good point. Not necessarily the volume. It's probably better to put out one quality piece of content once a week versus 10 rushed pieces that are all over the place. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter what particular format you put it in. There's a lot of technologies. And as you said, we're going to get into talking to some of the ones that we are associated with to repurpose that one piece of really valuable content. So you, if you're focusing and if you give you're all to that one piece of content, you can then use other things or other people to actually repurpose that for other channels and be able to create those other nine pieces of content without you having to do the work, Hmm. or at least not tonight. Funnily enough, I had a a guest on recently, and whenever he does a podcast interview, there's always video as well, and he's able to create 23 pieces of content from that, or his team is. He doesn't actually touch it. But I think for the for that solopreneur or micro business owner, what are the things that they can be doing around content? And you know, is AI, artificial intelligence, something that could effectively help them? Absolutely. Artificial intelligence at its core is a force multiplier. And what that means is it actually takes our, what we can do and actually multiply it by a huge amount, more so than what we can do. It's great at doing very repetitive grunt work that we as humans are not so great at doing. We tend to get a little bit bored with it or, or off the track. But we it allows us to work together with the AI to actually, in the case of that person you're talking about, to be able to leverage that person's time. As a single entrepreneur, they don't have a huge amount of time. So anything they can do to actually maximise their output with not actually having to work harder, it's all about working smarter, the better it can. And AI is the ultimate in being able to do that for you. And how 
authentic can AI be? Because I, I can imagine people are a little bit fearful and probably thinking, I'm going to show my age now, robots from, I'm trying to remember the show now, people's kind of fear, but I'm guessing you're going to tell me technology has come way further than that. Look, the Skynet argument, I get a lot. I get the AI is scary very, very constantly. And look, and I think it's not so much that AI is scary, although things like Hollywood have probably helped to make it a lot worse than it probably would have been. I think it's change. We're, it's more so that we're not so, us as humans are not fantastic with change necessarily. AI really only does and only what you want it to do. It is a, It mimics human behaviour and mimics human what we do. It's not going to take over, at least not anytime soon. What it's really going to do is actually help you to do the grunt work that you don't necessarily want to do or it's not best for you to do and that let you focus on the things that are really important and actually going to move your business forward. Perhaps for the audience, give us an example. So talk us through, we're sitting there, so we'll take this, the majority of this audience is real estate investors. If you talk to Zone of Genius, their focus is more about either raising capital from private money lenders or going out and finding off-market houses that they can then renovate and flip or rent out. Take somebody like a real estate investor, what can you do or what, what is it that you would take them through from a content creation point of view? Look, from my perspective, coming back to that person you were saying around the video, being able to take that, that piece of content and being able to, within five or 10 minutes of the actual session being recorded, you could have a nice summary that you could edit and actually put out a description for your for the episode, some social media posts that could be edited, as well as also a potential article based on all based on the content of what you've recorded from that video that you did to put out. Now, some other things that you can do with AI, for instance, particularly in this area that comes to mind, it's not an area that we would, for instance, but it yeah, is trend mapping, property trends and things like that of data crunching. Us as humans don't necessarily like crunching data very well ourselves. AI loves it. It's awesome at doing it. And it can actually pull out things that you could use in your content, for instance. You could actually use an AI to actually work out what's happening in the property market and be able to then talk to it much faster than your competitors, for instance. That's a good suggestion. Now, I have actually tried using Renault I probably would have used the word, wow, that's scary. And But what I'm probably saying is that's amazing because I was astounded that what it took from an audio snippet was it took some of the nuances from that audio snippet and actually made it into the summary. And I was kind of, what? how did they, whoa, how did they get that? It was, just, it was really fascinating to see what came out. Now, it isn't something that I would just take and put out there. You were quite right you would sit there and edit it and tweak it and put it in a little bit more into your own language. But that took jump me 30 minutes, 60 minutes versus what I would have to do otherwise. Absolutely. It's that force multiplier. It's that. And the other thing with it too, and I didn't, I should probably, when you ask that question, what's the other big issue that people have? White page syndrome. Are you a real estate investor or related business professional or owner looking to build your personal brand and business and stand out from the crowd? The first step is to understand where you stand right now. 
you can do that with the business optimizer assessment. It's something that we've created that's already helped real estate investors and other business owners to define and develop their personal brands and grow their revenues. Take the free assessment and complimentary report and follow-up strategy call by going to paulcopcut.com forward slash B-O-A. That's paulcopcut, C-O-P-C-U-T-T.com forward slash B-O-A. We're particularly bad at looking at a white page and getting started. But once we actually have something to pull apart, it may only take us a few minutes, five or 10 minutes to edit that piece of content that is about 70% there, sometimes a bit better. But now you have something to pull apart and our brains will switch on and it's so much easier to get it out and you save so much more time, plus you're a lot happier about it. And I gave that example and I said I was quite amazed at the nuance. I would imagine people are fearful that if you're using a machine, it's going to come out as boring and vanilla, but that's not the case. AI is smart enough to take those little nuances to a degree. It's not so much that it's smart enough. It's that, as I mentioned before, it's a good mimic. So what we can do is actually, the way I describe the AI that's that's part of the Reno and Renotes, which is what you're talking about, platform, is it's like a staff member that you've brought into your business that knows how to write but doesn't necessarily know how you write. So what we do is we give it a some example, same way as you would with a staff member. You say, look, I want you to write like this. So give me some more articles similar to this. Now, it doesn't really know it's what this is in the way we do, but it essentially mimics it. And so that nuance that you're getting, it learns the same way as us. It takes in that information in a similar way. And then it can actually turn out content to a point, as you say, it's not perfect, but it neither is our first draft either. <laughs> but it gets that point to the point where you can now take it and add your zone of genius in much faster than you would be if you left with this massive transcript that you had to go through manually otherwise. And is this something that you can give to somebody else versus, say, for example, this podcast, if I took this audio, just raw audio, and just gave it to somebody else on on my team, is it something that they could end up producing something that's maybe 90, 95% good enough, as far as I'm concerned, enough for me to make a final one or two tweaks? I mean, ultimately, that comes down to who your staff is. But uh, using something like Renotes in between would allow a staff member who's not necessarily a copywriter or a writer normally, but somebody in the staff in the office, to be able to turn something into what you want a lot easier and a lot faster. Because the same way as you, we give the AI some examples, you give some, you give that staff member some examples of this gets it to about where I'm up to seventy or eighty percent, pulls out all the really relevant main key points I want, now turn it into something like this so that it's on brand with our what we normally turn out. And the same, what's the alternative? Otherwise, they would have to write it completely from scratch otherwise. Right. Now, and does Renault do things like video snippets? Or so if I uploaded a video, is it able to take pieces or is it taking everything back to the text? So we ours is what's called a natural language processing AI. So it's written word. So it's turning. So Reno is to know something again. It's about repurposing content. So we're repurposing that video content into written content for you. There are some other really great AI tools out there. There's one called Descript, 
for instance, which yeah. does exactly what you're talking about, allows you to edit your podcast and your video using AI by changing some words in the transcript and it will actually change the video for you. So there's other tools. It's not really the area that we wanted to specialize in because there's some absolutely fantastic tools that can already do it for you. So how does this dovetail into a small business? It, this is it's almost part of the marketing department. It almost becomes a half, half employee. The other thing too is, although Renotes, which is the baby brother, we're about to release Reno, the summarizer, the big brother, Renotes is specifically around podcasts and video content. There's, we actually, as humans, do a lot of other kinds of recording other than just these kinds of recordings. We may do a meeting, for instance, with our staff. We might have documents that are white papers or really technical information. So you're coming back to your audience about real estate. There might be some really interesting information coming out from around new legislation, for instance. Well, I'm thinking most people would not go and put legislation up on their website for their consumers or their audience because they're not going to understand it very well. But the AI is really good at converting that into plain language and giving you that first cut that you can now take that legislation and create an article about it that you can put on your website. So there's a whole lot of other things you can do that you can repurpose your existing content from within your organization very quickly. That's a great suggestion. I'm just thinking of the real estate investors. So what's happening here in Canada, and I imagine probably in Australia as well, is there's a big push and pressure to create extra dwelling units within cities versus cities continuing to expand outwards. But of course, when a local council gets hold of something, they are going to put jargon and very detailed white paper or policies and procedures. But somebody who's maybe specializing in building those secondary units could take that, put it into Renault, turn it into a summary, and then, as you say, create an article, social media pieces, and say, this is what it really means. This is the nuts and bolts of it. Great Absolutely. And yeah, so it's being able to do that, again, that, that initial conversion very quickly for us, turning one piece of content into another. Still all written-based. So as you mentioned before, we can't take the video and, and put it in snippets. But, for instance, if, you, if that per same real estate agent did a video on the new legislation coming through, they could turn that into an article pretty quickly as well. And they could do it uh, the other way around. A snippet is created in text. You could take that and record a video delivering that snippet. So you can repurpose it both ways. Yeah, you mentioned the script, and it's a tool I've started using. And I haven't gone as far as there's, there's one element of it where if I upload 10 minutes of my voice, it will build that in and I can it can recreate. And I'm, okay, that is scary. But again, I could see its usefulness. So I can give you a specific example, which for, and I will not give away the storyline because I, I will not spoil, but Disney recently had one of their Star Wars TV series. They had a, because Star Wars, the original movies were obviously in the 70s and the 80s, the original, one of the original actors that's in this TV series is a little bit older than their character that they were in that particular time frame. And what they did is they got another actor to do the motion capture for them so that they could actually digitally put the person's face onto the character. 
but they also fed all of the content from the original movies, all of the voice from the this character into what a software called Respeecher to actually completely digitally record that saying lines, even though it was AI doing it the whole time. It was the actor did not have one piece of acting in that particular TV series yet got full credit for it. Wow. Wow. So that's true passive income. That's maybe what else do you advise for the small business owner, the entrepreneur when it comes to to content? The probably the biggest one is actually being, as I said before, the planning. Having some really big ideas through for each month that you're going to work on or each week. So you've got an eye most of the time the white page syndrome comes in from the ideas perspective as well. And so have an idea of what you're going to actually do for the entire year because you can always react to legislation coming out and putting in some additional content out. But at least you have some regular consistent content coming out in whatever channel and whatever media that you need. And be able to look at ways that you can start to repurpose that content either at the time or later on. There's no reason why you can't recycle. We're really big on rewords in in Reno. So recycling content that you did maybe a year or two ago that's still relevant, you could actually freshen up and do a new take on it. So instead of trying to always create new ideas, you can actually use the ones that you've used previously as well. Great tip for people as well. A couple of questions I like to ask guests before we wrap up and tell people how they can find out and get hold of you. Favorite personal brand and why? Look, my probably my personal brand at the moment, and this is probably showing my geekiness, that I love crisp.ai. It's not a one that I'd use that I use personally as in as a but I use it all the time. What crisp is for people is it's actually a, a piece of software that sits on your computer. But anytime I do a recording like this or a video or a meeting, and, and really with COVID these days, video meetings are a lot more com- common than they previously used to be. What it does is it removes all of the extra, all of the extra noise out of the background for me. I actually once sat in a, a coffee shop and I couldn't hear them. On the, I was so, it was so loud. And I'm sitting there and I said, I'm so sorry for the background noise. I'll put myself on mute. And they went, what noise? We can't hear anything. Wow. Wow. So for me, that that's what I keep going to. I think I, I should have got shares in crisps because I'm always telling everybody about it. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. I'm just thinking okay. it's, it's another great tool for real estate people because they're sometimes doing walkthroughs of property and like I have a client and they have work going on in the background. They're trying to record a video showing the renovation, but there's this banging and everything else that could cut completely. What about a favorite business book or podcast? For me, the big, the one that comes to mind very regularly is the one thing is about focusing on one thing and then moving on to the next. We we talk about multitasking a lot, but humans are not great at multitasking. So it's the one thing is it's about being able to take what you're doing, focus on that, get that under control, and then take the next thing. Don't try to take on too much at the same time. Make sure that you're actually getting what you've done, you've planned underway, and then build on that. And then put the systems in place to work on the next one thing. Right. Yeah, that's uh, Gary, that's Gary Keller, Jay Papazan, I think. 
Yes. Yeah, it's and Gary Keller is real estate. So that's that you're speaking to the choir here. And do you have a favorite uh, quote? Look, I don't really. I, for me, there's an, I tend to use quotes regular, not really regularly, but not bastardized and that sort of thing. So, no, I really don't have a, an actual favorite quote. I think ultimately for me, it's more about listening to other people and l- taking in the information regular in different ways as opposed to focusing on one per se. Okay. And so how can people find out more about Renault and find you? So Renault is R-E-K-N-O-W, to know something again. We keep getting, are you the Nevada city? No, it's not spelt that way. So it's to know, like something to know something again. It's about reusing and repurposing. So reno.io and the podcast offering that you talked about before is Renotes. R-E-N-O-T-E-S dot I-O. So that will take you back to our Reno site and where you can actually sign up for Reno and use that. Wonderful. Thank you for that. And thank you for sharing a little bit more of an insight and maybe not making AI as scary as everybody was thinking when we first started. Thank you very much, Suzette, and have yourself a brandtastic day. Thank you. Thank you.